Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. The word of God is the best to hear the best word of God. Amen. Um, there's a powerful, a powerful testimony that um, actually was here in the fresh service, amazing testimony that will blow your mind. And um, uh, the way the testimony is, if I tell you before the sermon, we will just close and go home. It's so amazing, for real. I'm telling you, I might say the truth, the choir. So amazing. So um, the video is there. Um, so towards the end of the sermon, they will replay that video for you to see. It happened at the fresh service, powerful testimony. I want you to know that God is still at work. God will never fail you. God will touch your life and he will bless you. This week will take a lot of testimonies in Jesus' name. Restoration on your wealth. Restoration on your wealth. Turn to someone and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. God wants you. God wants you. To prosper. To prosper. Turn to the other person, my neighbor. My neighbor. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. God has an agenda. God has an agenda. For your destiny. For your destiny. Amen. For the reading of the word of God, let's check a particular scripture. If you are clapping, you can clap your hands. Uh, for the reading of the word of God. Um, let's check a scripture. Genesis chapter 26, verse 13. Amen. So we have done health. We have done long life. We are doing wealth. Definitely not be able to finish after this one. We do restoration on your um, relationships. Relationship, family, people connected to you. We go to the restoration of your peace of mind. Amen. Let's all read together. Let's go. The man became rich. Yeah. And his wealth continued to grow mm. until he became very wealthy. Wow. Continue. Verse 14. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. One more time. Let's start from 13 again. The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow mm. until he became very wealthy. And then the 14. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. Say my neighbor. My neighbor. Are you afraid of envy? Are you afraid of envy? Don't, don't look for prosperity. Then don't look for prosperity. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7. Let's go. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7. Let's go. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. Again. The rich rule over the poor. And the borrower is servant to the lender. And my last test, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 15. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 15. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 15. Let's go. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city, but the poverty is the reign of the poor. Now help me to give the title of my sermon to the person on your left and right and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. God. God. Wants you to prosper. Wants you to prosper. Poverty. Poverty. It's an error. It's an error. Turn to the last neighbor and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. Whoever. Whoever. Wants you to be poor. Wants you to be poor. Wants you to die. Wants you to die. You may be seated. If somebody wants you to be poor, it simply means they want you to die. The plan of God for everybody's lives is for you to succeed. When God was creating the universe, God didn't create man on the first day. God actually took his time. He took his time 
to create so I want the place to be very, very sensitive for me, no movement. God spent time to create so many things. And after every other thing was created, man was created. When we check everything, God made the sea before he made the fish. He made the sky before he made the best of the air. God will prepare a place before you get there. So if you are here and what you, where you want to get, you are not there yet. It doesn't mean you are being delayed. God wants to prepare something ahead of you so that by the time you get there, all things will begin to fall into position yeah. for your destiny. If we get this particular revelation about where God wants us to be, you know how that God works by times and seasons. And when it gets to your time and season, there's no devil in hell that will be able to block you. They will try as much as possible to fight the mango fruit. But when the mango season comes, no matter what you do to the mango tree, the mango will show up. Even if it's supposed to come from the stem, it will show up. Yes, That's how God has prepared for your destiny. Amen. Now, because God has prepared good things for your destiny, for you to see success, there are many hindrances and obstacles that will find everything possible just to block you. Now, the first thing I will let you know is this. Why do God or why does he want me to prosper? If prosperity is good, why? If it's not good, why? So let me tell you why God wants you to prosper. So turn to the person and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. Does God want you to prosper? Does God want you to prosper? And what is the answer? Yes. Number one, God wants you to prosper because of one reason. When we check a particular scripture, I, I, I want us to read it before I, I explain to you. 13 verse 22, Proverbs. 13 verse 22, before I, I go through. Because the reason why God wants you to prosper, let's all read together. Let's go. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. It's okay. He says a good man is the one, when he leaves inheritance, it's not for himself, it's not for his children, for his for grandchildren. The Bible never said the man who prays a lot, or the good man is the one who fasts every day. So if you fast every day without having this kind of inheritance, you are not a good man. A good man is the one who can store something for the generations to come. In other words, a good man is the one whose mindset goes beyond generation. If God blesses you for you alone, it's not a blessing. Blessing is supposed to go through generations so that after many years when other people are born, they shall still mention your name in the family. And that's the realm God has to place the church. That's the realm God has to place you. And today, I place you on that realm in the name of Amen. Jesus. Say, I get to that realm. I get to that realm. Now, number two, God blesses you for you to be a blessing unto other people. Now, God wants a conduit, a channel to bless other people. So, clear example is over here. God wants to bless um, Pastor Joseph. But God will never come down to bless Pastor Joseph. The first thing God will do is that God will bless this man. If God sees that this man has a good heart and is a generous man, so now since God bless you, you have, you have enough, so you are blessing other people. Because your hands were open, God will also give you another one again. Because he knows that when he gives you another one again, you are helping in the blessing business. So you also help to give again. Now somebody asked a question, so if God is only blessing me to bless other people, then how is he supposed to enjoy this? Is how God does it. If God knows that when he gives you three, you will give one to another person. Next time he will not give you three, he will give you seven. Next time he will give you twenty. So people that are a blessing unto other people, they never lack in life. God continues to bless them because God knows that they are conduit and channels for other so God will not bless stingy people. God will bless people that are calling. So God blesses you just for other people. Amen. Now let's continue. Amen. It's okay. Now let's continue. Why does God want me to be blessed? This one is a very good one. Can I give number three? God blesses you so that you can live a comfortable life. 
He wants you to live a comfortable life. The next one, for you to help advance his kingdom. The kingdom of God is so vast, it's so amazing, but God finds a way that who will advance my kingdom? When he sees your heart, he wants to advance the kingdom, he will bring some supplies your direction. I don't know the person here that God is bringing supplies to your direction, but whoever has a heart for the kingdom, supplies are coming for your direction. Now this is the next one. It helps you to fulfill and achieve your purpose on earth. When there's prosperity, whatever that you want to achieve, you're able to achieve it. Somebody is so intelligent, they want to do their master, they don't want to do their PhD, but the money for it is an issue. Prosperity and poverty. Can I continue? And I like what, 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 this one. So that you will not be able to be jealous of and envious of other people. He blesses you so that all the jealousy will end. Jealous people are better people. Can I continue? It also helps you to have freedom of everything that you are supposed to do. It, it gives you freedom. Now, Prophet Daniel, why is poverty dangerous? I want the place very, very sensitive for me at the back there. Thank you. Too sensitive. Very, very sensitive for me at the back there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Protocol. Protocol. It's okay. If the child is not making noise, it's okay. Is the child making noise? Okay. Psh, psh, psh. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. There's a screen outside over there. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Great. Can I continue? The reason why poverty is deadly. Lift up your right hand for me. Lift up your right hand for me. Lift up your right hand for me and say poverty is deadly. Poverty is deadly. I can feel you. Poverty is deadly. This one, say it in the face of the person. I say, poverty is deadly. Poverty is deadly. See, poverty is dangerous. Poverty is dangerous. Now put your hand down. Why is poverty deadly? Number one, it causes you to be jealous by default. When somebody is poor, they are just jealous for no reason. It's called jealous by default. When they see whatever they will see, where did she get the car from? Where did she get the house from? How did he make... Are you an FBI investigator? Do you work for the CIA or CID? Can I continue? Jealousy, uh, sorry, poverty brings bitterness. When somebody is poor for no reason, they are bitter because they are not excited about life. See, I hate poverty. I hate poverty. Now, the third one is this. It causes you to make bad decisions. Some decisions you don't want to, by the time you are aware, you've already done it. And by the time you come to your senses, you say, how on earth did I make this decision? You've already done it. Can I continue? It brings hatred for no reason. The next one is this. It takes away the beauty of life from a person. How they see life is being clouded, so they don't see the beauty of life. That's poverty. Can I continue? It causes them to wish as if they were dead. When we wake up in the morning, there's no food to eat. So okay, let, let, let death come. Somebody says something. Say, it's only poor people that will say that tomorrow we can die at any time. But rich person will say, God, give me 100 years to live on it. Am I saying the truth? I declare it will never be your portion. Amen. Now, now, now let me continue. It causes other people to control you. And the next one is this. It takes away your freedom. And this is the painful one. It can cause death in a family when there's no money to pay the hospital bill. And the sad thing is that when somebody is sick, they have to play something on social media to do and do a GoFundMe. And by the time the $30,000 is being needed for the surgery is being received in the GoFundMe, by the time they are ready, the person even dies because it delayed. Poverty is wicked. And the last one is this. It causes you to be a slave. 
He said, the poor person is a, is a slave to the rich person. May you not be a slave in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, does God want me to be blessed? Yes. He says, and the man became rich. God honored the man. God favored the man. Now, this is one of the most serious parts I'm about to mention right now. Now, these are warnings connected to prosperity. Some will say warnings. Warnings. Connected to prosperity. Connected to prosperity. Now, look at it now. The warning connected to prosperity is this. When God begins to bless you, never ever think the blessing came to your way by your power. You never received the prosperity by your power. It came by the grace and by the power of God. This I want to tell somebody this is a warning. This is a warning. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 10. Look at the warning for prosperity. Let's, let's check it right now. The warning for prosperity. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse of 10. It says, when you, have, when, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God who gave you the good lamb. Let's go. Let's go. El, oh my God. 8, verse 10. Verse 11. It says, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. Failing to observe his commands. Don't forget about the Lord your God. Let's continue. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, and when you build fine houses, after you live in your mansion, sometimes, this is the mistake you do, that's a warning. Let's go. And when your flaws increase, and your silver and gold increase, God gives you more money in your account. What will happen? Then your heart, this is the dangerous part. Then your heart will become proud. And you shall forget the Lord your God who brought you out from the land of slavery. He led you through all these places. He delivered you from all these places. Verse 16. He gave you manna to eat. Something your fathers have not known. So God says he can bless you in such a way that the money you shall receive in a month is more than the money your father received in a year. But when all these things happen, check what will happen. Verse 17. You may say to yourself, this is the dangerous part. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced me this wealth. The Lord said when he blesses you, it's never from your hands. It's because of the hands of Jehovah behind you. So when God blesses you, there's another hand behind you. You didn't get it by yourself. There's another hand behind you. He says after... After he blesses you and get to this realm, this is the best thing you can ever see. Verse 18. Verse 18. But remember, now let's all read together. Let's go. But remember. One more Lord. time, let's go. But remember the Lord your God. For the last time. But remember the Lord your God. Continue. For it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. So God gives you the ability to produce wealth. So wealth can be produced. The KGV version put in a good way. It says he gives you the power to make wealth. Let's all read together the KGV version. Let's go. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So he gives you the power to get wealth. So if you don't have the power to get wealth, you can never get the wealth. So today I came to place that power on somebody. Amen. I said, I came to place that power on somebody. Jesus. Receive that power on every side. I Say, I receive it. that power. I receive that power. Now, this is the most dangerous part. Now, if you forget God and you put your trust on your wealth, it's very dangerous. Now, why is it very dangerous? Now, my wealth, hear me, wealth will help me to pay a hospital bill. But on the day of death, it's not wealth that will deliver me. So what will help me is that when God gives me wealth, I'm supposed to be generous. When I become generous, my generosity city will deliver me. Oh, I can't feel somebody. I can't feel somebody. So let me prove it right now. Proverbs 11 verse 4, Message Bible. So what, in the day, it says when your bank account increases, Proverbs 11 verse 4, when your bank account increases, 
Message Bible. Message Bible. Look at it. Take bank account. It says, a think bank roll is of no help when life begins to fall apart. It means on the day where doctors have placed the person on the hospice and the doctors are saying right, right now, everything is on palliative care and the person cannot survive again. Your think bank account cannot save you. Your think bank account. When life is falling apart, your think, your think, your think bank account. But let me tell you what your bank account can do for Can I tell you? This is what your bank account can do for you. You can use the bank account to be generous to somebody. So let's go right now, 41 verse 1 KGV, and look at it right now. So your bank account cannot save you, but you can use your bank account for something. 41 verse 1 uh, Psalms. Oh my God, who's behind the screen, man? Psalm 41 verse 1. It's enough. I've told you when I'm preaching, you are the one supposed to sit behind the screen for me. Um, Psalm 41 verse 1. I have a lot of things to teach. Now let's all read together. Let's go. Blessed is he that considered the poor. Uh -huh. The Lord will deliver him in times Shh. of trouble. Again. Blessed is he that considered the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. For the last time. Blessed is he that considered the poor. The Lord will deliver Shh. him in time so of trouble. So he says, when life is falling apart, a think bank account cannot help you. But when I use it to consider the poor and become generous, in the day of trouble, God will. So it means it's very, very important for me to be blessed so that I can become generous. When I become generous in the day of trouble, God will deliver me. Can I pause here to declare, whoever is here that have become generous before, may God, God use it. May God use it. May God Amen. use it. May God use it. May God use it. May God use it to deliver you right now by fire. Amen. So what do I gain from generosity? 22 verse 9, Proverbs. What do I gain from generosity? When I become generous, what do I gain from it? How do I gain from generosity? Let's all read together. Let's go. A generous man will himself be blessed. Again? A generous man will himself be blessed. For the last time. A generous man will himself be blessed. Again? A generous man will himself be blessed. And for he, for he shares his food with the poor. So my think bank account on my day, my life is falling apart, cannot help me. But because I use the think bank account to become generous on the day of trouble, God himself will. So hear me? God wants you to prosper. God wants you to be successful so that in the day of trouble, God will help you. Now, this is the point, the reason why I came. Everything I told you was my introduction. The next 15 minutes, I'll be done. Now, Church of God, I'm about to tell you something right now. And what I tell you, what I'm about to tell you right now, never ever forget about it in your life. Can I tell you? Yes, sir. Church of God, hear me? Whoever is looking for prosperity in life, this is what I'm about to tell you. Church, what I'm about to tell you right now will surprise you. It will be part of your life. For the, I bet you it will be part of your life for the rest of you. I'm telling you for real. It will be part of your life for the rest of you. It will be part of your life for the rest of your life. What I'm about to tell you? It will be part of your life for the rest of your life. Now, come. Man of God, come. Let me do an illustration. Now, you never forget I'm about to teach you right now. Stand here for me. Thank you. Thank you. Now, church of God, hear me. What is it in my hands? What is it in my hands? Bread. Give me good sound. What is it in my hands? Bread. What is it in my hands? Bread. Church of God, hear me. What is in their hands is called bread. Now, the bread in their hands, metaphorically, can be termed as prosperity. So everybody here, you are praying, God, give, make, make, make me prosper. Uh, uh, cameraman, sit down. 
um, God, make me, God, make me prosper. God, make me succeed. God, I want to become great. I want to prosper. Let me tell you, this is the prosperity. But let me tell you, everybody, everybody hear me? Never ever pray for prosperity again. The day you wake up to pray for prosperity, you have made a mistake. I like it when I become controversial and you're looking at me crazy like this and become excited. Let me tell you, never pray for prosperity. Man of God, never ever pray for prosperity. Now, this is what you're supposed to pray about. Don't pray for prosperity. This is what you're supposed to pray about. I'm excited that you are watching me right now. I like how some of you have made your neck like this and I'm so excited. Never, never, ever pray for prosperity. But brother, what am I supposed to pray about? I'm glad you asked. And I tell you, pray for only one thing, God. Help me, give me the power to enjoy prosperity. Because somebody can receive prosperity, but when the person receives prosperity tomorrow, the person gets cancer and dies. The person builds a mansion, they bury the person in the same mansion. The person never enjoyed in the mansion for the past six months, the person died. So the person only received prosperity and so on. God, give me the power to enjoy prosperity. Now, how do I get to the realm? Where when God gives me prosperity, he gives me the power to enjoy. It is called a grace. And that grace is called the gift of God. Somebody said the gift of God. The gift of God. So there are two types of people in life. The person who has prosperity without the gift of God. The gift of God is an invisible force on a person. And another person too has looked for prosperity, but there's no gift of God. So at any time, anything can happen to the person. Prophet Daniel, how do you say so? I'm glad. Now, let me prove it to you. Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 2. Now, now, everybody, let's all read it. Let's all read it. This one, everybody, please. Let's go. God gives a man wealth, Aye. possessions, and honor. Perfect. So that he lacks nothing, his heart yes. desires. But God does not enable ah, him to enjoy them. But God does not enable him to enjoy them. God does not enable him to enjoy them. So now the difference is that somebody gets it, but they don't enjoy. Now let's go to verse 3. I'm taking you somewhere. Verse 3, let's go. Verse 3. Let's all go. A man may have a hundred children and live many years, yet no matter how long he lives, if he cannot enjoy... So the same man cannot enjoy. Now let's go to verse 6. Verse 6. I want to see and let's, and can I enjoy again. Let's all go. Even if he lives a thousand years twice over. Which is two thousand years. But fails to enjoy. So another two can even have two thousand years. But fails to enjoy his prosperity. Now let's see the other one who can enjoy prosperity. 5 verse 19. 5 verse 19. Lift up your right hand right now. Place your hand on your down. Lift up your hands. Place it down. Yes. Lift up your hand now. Place it down. Lift up your hands now. Place it down. What I'm about to say is very sensitive, so let the place be very quiet for me. It's very, very, very sensitive. Look at it now. Now, let's read the verse 19. Everybody, let's read together. Let's go. Moreover, when God gives any man wealth. This, this is the realm I want you to enter. Let's go. When, Moreover, let's go. Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possessions uh -huh. and enables him to enjoy them, to accept his lot and be happy in his work, this. this is a gift of God. So any day you pray, say, God, give me that grace that is called the gift of God. That when I get prosperity, I can enjoy. So two people are in life. 
One has prosperity, but I couldn't enjoy. 6 verse 2. But another also had prosperity. 5 verse 19. And got the gift to enjoy. Today I speak by grace. Jesus. If anything will stop you to not to enjoy what God has designed for your life, I reject it. I break it right uh, now. In the name of Jesus, you shall enjoy every day of your life, every movement of Jesus. your life. By the message of God, let that grace, let that grace, let that grace, yes, that grace that we call the gift of God, Jesus. I place it on your life right Jesus. now. Shout the gift of God. The gift of God. Now, that gift of God is an invisible force. It's always on a person, but you can't see. You move anywhere at all, and anything you receive, you are able to enjoy. Someone say, enjoy. Enjoy. You know, you are not supposed to endure prosperity, because you're supposed to enjoy prosperity. Some people endure prosperity. It's there, but just only enduring. They're in pain. They're in they struggling. But others can also enjoy. And today, I came to place you on that realm. Amen. I came to place you on that realm. Amen. I came to place you on that realm. So I receive it. I receive it. Thank you very much. Amen. Now, now let me, let me, thank you. Thank you. Amen. Now, let me, I have a lot to give you. Of course, I will not finish, but let me tell you. Now, these are the type of people, listen to me, on your journey to prosperity, these are the type of people to run away from them. This kind of people, when you see them, run away from them. Tell somebody, run away from them. Run away from them. Now, in your body, when, oh, Jesus, I like this one. Can I tell you? Yes. Can I tell you? Yes. When they see that you have made it, the first thing they tell you that, oh, don't worry at all. You'll go down very soon. And this is how they say it. They will tell you, maize and corn, they grow up early and they go down quick. But as for cuckoo, it takes a long time. So if, if your own has come, maybe you, you are corn. Me, I'm cuckoo. Listen to me. It's a subtle jealousy. If you have anybody around, a friend, run away from them. They are jealous of your success. The next thing, they will tell you, you there today, you have become great. Me too, my own is coming very soon. They never appreciate you. Anytime they see you giving out to other people and also the church of God, they are jealous of it. They don't want to see you succeed. Now, everybody's own is not good except their own. Everybody's own. Only their own is the perfect. Run away from them. Can I continue? They will do anything at all to get wealth, even to kill the wealth. Dangerous people. Run away from them. Can I continue? Hmm. When they were broke, they were very humbled. When they made money, they looked down on everybody, ran away from them. Don't know the reason. Because it means you too, if, if God, God doesn't let it happen, you go down, they will work on you. Can I continue? Oh, I like it. I like it. Are you enjoying the sermon? These people too, they are poor, but they are still criticizing. Run away from them. And the next one, they are so envious. And the last one, they are jealous people. This type of people. These are the signs I've given to you. When you see them coming from the north, go to the south. If you see them in the east, go to the west. Never ever. Now, these are some of the spirits that fight prosperity. In the course of the week, I'll get them to teach about it. Number one is called the Midianite spirit. Prophet Daniel, what is the Midianite spirit? When the Midianite spirit... When you take corn and put it in the ground, they will not come. When the corn grows and everything comes, when you're about to harvest, they show up. It's comedianized spirit. What, what are they? Example. When there's no money in your, in your account in the course of the month, no trouble will come. When they pay you, car will break down, house will break down, repairs will. It's called medianite spirits. 
It's a spirit that in the course of the day we will be praying about it. Number two, the spirit of almost there. You work on a deal. Last minute, they take you out. Almost there. Number three, it's called the spirit of at the top. When you are a low person, nothing disturbs you. When you rise up to the top, they show up in your life. Pause there. Pause, mute, mute me for the social media people. Let me tell you something. Um, the spirit of at the top. Mute me. Can I, I, am I muted? Example is a man who has risen from the ranks of a banker to chief finance officer. He gets to become the top of the chief finance officer for First Atlantic. From nowhere, another somebody shows up in a person's life. And now the man's job is being collapsed. It's called the spirit of at the top. Louisa, your, your, your bank. So do you know him? He's your friend. Radin Kasa. It's called the spirit of what? At the top. Unmute me. Thank you. Now, the fourth one is this. The spirit of this one is the dangerous one. The spirit of death at success. When the person becomes successful, they die. May it never become your portion. <laughs> now, the other one is this. Sickness at success. When they become wealthy, they fall sick. They never enjoy the gift of God's side. And, then, and, and this is the next one. Prosperity. This, this is a spirit. Prosperity over God. When the person makes it, they don't respect God again. It's a weapon of the enemy. Because the moment you don't respect God again, Satan enters and can finish you. Now, this is the next thing. There's a spirit that is called nothing left for children. So when the man was alive, he had a lot of money. By the time he was about to leave, something happened. He lost all. His children didn't get some. It's an attack. It's a spirit. And the last one, money living people. Proverbs chapter 5 verse 40. Look at it now. Money living people. The person had money. Tomorrow, no money again. It's a spirit. 5 verse 14. Sorry, Ecclesiastes. Let's go. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 14. And look at it now. It's a spirit that lives people. 1, 2, verse 14. Verse 14. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 14. 1, 2, three. let's go. Our wealth lost through some misfortune. Jesus, so wealth can be lost. Let's continue. So that when he has a son, there is nothing left for him. It's a spirit. Lift up your hands. See, I cancel it now. Cancel it now. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something now. Laziness can never give you wealth. If you don't work hard, you can never prosper. So you've got to work hard. Forget about laziness. Be diligent in your work. Be focused. Don't let anything distract you with the grace and the help of God and the gift of God. God will put prosperity over your life in Jesus' name. Yeah. Now somebody asked me a question. Man of God, now how do I become prosperous? Is that okay? Number one, it's very, very simple. Everybody knows. Say giving. Giving. Listen, if you don't give, if you don't give, and I'm not just talking about giving your tight, giving your tight blesses you, your first food blesses you. But life principle is about giving. Example, yesterday, la last night, what did you do it? Last night, what did you do it? Last night, what did you do it? What did you do it? Pizza. What did you do it? Grilled chicken. What did you do it? What did you do it? What did you do it? Salad. Hey, right, we are doing dieting. <laughs> Listen, those who eat whatever that you eat. The, by the principle of life, what you ate last night, keep it for three days inside of you. Don't, don't give it out. I said keep it inside of you. Don't give it out. After three days, you go to 37. So if you don't know how to give out in life, it can finish you. So to make it in life, you're supposed to give out. So as you eat your pizza, you give out. 
When you take in your oxygen, what, do you, what are you supposed to do? Give out carbon dioxide. Oxygen is O2, and carbon dioxide is CO2. So what went inside has come back again. Just carbon and what goes inside. When you take in more oxygen, you sweat. When you sweat, what comes out? Hear me? What comes out is just sweat. Sweat is part of water. Water is A2O, part of the oxygen. So in the principle of life, whatever gets inside is supposed to come out. But when we receive, we don't Say my neighbor. My neighbor. Don't keep all. Don't keep all. Otherwise. Otherwise. Kolebu. Clap your hands and bless God. Can I continue? Um, um, giving your tight, helping the um, generous people, and thinking about the work of God. All of them finds a way to deliver your life and, and preserve you. Now, what are some of the prophetic directions I need to do in order for me to enjoy the wealth of God? The first one, as I've told you, is how being generous about also paying your tithe, being, being a giver. This is the next one. You anoint your hands, especially before you work in on a transaction, before you enter into something, anoint your hands. The Bible says the anointing will break the yoke. So you talk about God, anything in my hands that is working against me, may it be broken. Is that okay? Now this is the next, I'm six, but I'm giving you three. The next thing is this. When you keep on seeing that there's poverty that always tries to come around your family or something, this is what you're supposed to do. Look for coins. Somebody say coins. Coins. Now let me tell you something about coins. Coins have weight, but no value. Coins make noise, but it doesn't add value to you. So you can pick coins. It can either be seven pieces or 12 pieces. Pray on it and say, God, these are coins. It makes noise in my life, but no value. As I pray on these coins and as I give them out, let poverty live my life. It's part of a prophetic direction that will do something in your life. Now, this is my last point. This is my last point, then I'll call it a day. This is my last point. Now, man of God, what are some of the dreams that when I sleep and I see, it means I'm under the attack of poverty? Or some of the dreams that when I see, it means blessing is coming my way. Can I tell you? There are 20, 26 each, but I'll give you 10. Is that okay? Amen. In the course of the week, I'll give you plenty. The best day to hear the best word of God. Number one, when you dream and your money, your phone, your car, your key, your bag is missing. You are searching for it. Your phone is your connection, your business contacts. Your bag is missing. It means there's an attack on your finances. Or all these things I mentioned, money, phone, car, keys, bag. Somebody has snatched it from you. Obia snatch it. It's an attack. You get dream, you see the face of a rat or a mouse. Either is chewing something or showing up. It comes to chew your success. It's an attack. Can I give you the next one? When you dream and you keep on seeing coins. Now, this kind of coins you see, they are not gold coins. They are brown coins. Not correct. It's an agenda of poverty. Or you see the face of old currency. Ghana, we don't even chop. Those kind of pesos or something. You keep on seeing them. It's an attack of um, um, Attack of poverty against your life. Amen. It's 26. I've given you 10 now. Now, let me give you the other one. Now, this one is good. When you dream and you see some of these things, it means wealth is close to you. Number one, when you get dream and you see the same thing, money, phone, car, keys, and bags that are being given to you, or you are receiving it, it means blessing is coming your way. When you dream and you also see fruits, 
apple, mango, whatever. It means blessing is coming your way. Or you dream and you see coins, but the coins you see, they are nice, bright, gold coins. It means wealth is coming your way. Or you see higher denominations, higher notes given to you. Fresh notes, fresh money is given to you. It means wealth is coming your way. Thank you, I'm done. Be on your feet. Can I continue in the course of the week? Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your hand. I know you don't want to go home, right? You're loving the ride? Lift up your hands. I love the word of God. But any sermon that you need, you go on our YouTube page, or you take pen drive and go at the back there, they'll give you as many as you can. Lift up one prayer. Church. So the difference between life. So it's, it's from today, don't pray for prosperity. Say, God, give me the power to enjoy prosperity. Because somebody guess doesn't enjoy. Somebody guess and enjoys. It's called the gift of God. Let, let me let, put one down. Let me tell you something good. Can I tell you? The other thing that brings prosperity is the blessing of God. Church, the blessing of God is not material. Let me give you a clear example. Switch off this light for me. Let me give a clear example. Switch off this light for me, media. When you come over here and these lights are off and you are so excited because, ah, they don't have electricity. You are gone. You are done. No. Electricity is in this house, but nobody can see it. But the only way I can see electricity is when the lights are on. So when you see me and I have a car, car is not a blessing. The blessing is something that you cannot see. But the blessing has brought my car. Which means if you take away my car, my blessing will bring a better one. When you take away my house, my God will bring me a better one. Let them take away your Benz. Lamborghini is coming. Let them take away your BMW. Ferrari is coming. So blessing you can't see. But it reflects itself in material things. So when you come here and there's no light, oh, they don't have light. No, we have lights. It's called electrical current. You can never hold it, but it's there. Amen. So when the blessing is on you, so Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, let's go. He said, for the blessing of Jehovah, make it a man wretched. He said, the blessing of the Lord brings, wow. brings. Wow. So hear me, if you take away my wealth, the blessing will bring that's why, that's why I have bad news for your haters. Let them fight you, the blessing will bring another one. Let them stop you, it will bring you another one. That's why Joseph was, was, was in the pits. By the time they are away, he was in the palace. When I am blessed, keep me in the pits. You see me on top of the mountain. Today, by the grace of God, I bless you. By the mercies of God, enter into that realm. I bless the blessing. I bless the blessing over your life now. Son, I am blessed. Lift up your right hand. So, if you see the light, it's not a blessing. The blessing is the wires you don't see. So, as you are moving in life, there are some invisible wires. Invisible wires. Let them take you to court. Let them take you anywhere. The invisible wire will let you shine. That's why, that's why some people can go and gossip about you. But when you get to a place, these people still love you. Because they were trying to dim your light. But the wire brought another light. Somebody, the wire of favor, the wire of elevation, is bringing more success your way. So the sapphire. That's why they can go and gossip to your boyfriend about you to leave you. By the time they are away, you will land a better guy. I say you land a better guy. 
Lift us say by fire. I can say by fire. By fire. Oh Jehovah. Oh Jehovah. Oh Jehovah. Oh Jehovah. I receive the gifts of God. I will enjoy the blessing of God. Clap your hands Someone say my neighbor. My, my neighbor. neighbor. This week. This week. Don't miss any service. Don't, don't miss any service. My church of God, hear me. You're about to hear the testimony that happened at the first service. A man that was working for European Union. He got promotion to go and do his PhD in London. The day he got a promotion. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniel Amwating on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com If you are blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www danielamwating.net or cash up dollar sign power of worship one or paypal info at danielamwating.net or mtn mobile money 055-0000881 thank you you can worship with prophet daniel amwating at power of worship international ministries spinters road accra ghana or any of his international branches across the world Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Zoom, dubbed Open Heaven Zoom, this and every Thursday, 